Hello, plant and fungi fans out there. It's Sid Harvey Griffith from Permatours, a nonprofit that brings people together to exchange skills and knowledge through permaculture action and natural building focus events that support biodiversity, personal growth, and the resilience of local communities. Today, I am at Maine Fungi Fest 2023, a gathering to celebrate all things fungi, plant-based healing, and evolving consciousness. I have the great pleasure of interviewing some of the event's awesome speakers, educators, vendors, and participants. So let's kick it off. I'll turn it over to you, our guest, to introduce yourself, and then we'll begin our interview. Hi, I'm Yeshua, and I am a combat veteran in the United States Marine Corps. I served from 2003 to 2011, and in the latter half of my service, I was a diplomat in the Department of State. And then since then, the last 12 years, I've been a social entrepreneur, predominantly in the environmental and mindfulness space. Thank you, Yeshua. So what brings you to Maine Fungi Fest? I'm here to bring the message of how we can stand up and change regulation, to bring our veterans together, to bring deepening of spirit and sacredness into the practice of medicine. I'm an entheogenic minister of Sanctuary Church. And so um, I serve medicine with others mm -hmm. through sacraments. And so it's part of building community, bringing others together around creating change in the world connected to the practice of medicine is a great passion and love that I have. Wow, that's super interesting. Can you speak to what you'll be offering this weekend? I have a keynote talk on evolving consciousness. So I am going to um, lead the audience through a process of various thinking frameworks to observe our own consciousness. It'll be a reflective, engaging process. So we will expand our own consciousness collectively. Um, we will ground the learnings of the event, see how we can integrate that into the specific roles and needs of the field of the industry as a whole. And I'm going to share a little bit about my personal experience as well along the way, um, how I found service critical to healing from trauma. So how has your relationship with this medicine impacted your own life? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> this medicine, big question, right? And it's like, what is medicine? Um, I, I assume part of that is psychedelic medicine. We could talk about holistic medicine, community medicine, um, the own learnings ourselves within our own medicine. Um, I'll talk about psychedelic medicine. <laughs> That's edgy and fun. Um, I've been an uh, active practitioner um, for about a decade. Um, and have been engaged in ayahuasca and psilocybin and MDMA predominantly, um, which I attribute to my healing. And um, I find that being in community through um, seeing what emerges in these experiences, the subconscious or these other altered states, other realms come in and catalyze something new. And in that emergence then becomes opportunity to do the work. Wow. And it has been... Um, support of others to help me to make sense of that work as well with my time with myself through all the different modalities of being in nature you know with my meditative practice my journaling and various others but really community is what i like to hit home is how we can be more together in the process of being in sacraments and then processing our experience to support one another along our journey together mm. Mm. wow love that answer can you speak to the work you're doing with the Veterans Mental Health Leadership Coalition? So, on Monday, there was a bill, and we need as much support as we can um, in the state to rally and testify and to um, notify our elected officials that we support this bill. 
Um, we had the Maine Psilocybin Services Act that was proposed a couple of years ago. It was denied last year, and there's an amendment to it that is now going to be reviewed in a couple of days. So like, this is synchronistically coincidence. It's like the perfect time for us all to come together and talk about mushrooms and psychedelics and rally together to, to testify. And so for me, along with um, a handful of others, are going to show up at the house in Augusta and we are going to share our um, personal experience and um, our you know work in the world and why we feel it is necessary to um, approve of this bill. Um, it is bipartisan support as of now. It's looking positive. So fingers crossed that it will be smooth sailing through and um, in a few weeks, maybe a month, will be good. Um, my testifying is not just my own personal experience from trauma, partly what I've shared with you, and I'll share much more at the conference, but representing this coalition. So this coalition is 60 plus veterans that are founding members of various organizations, about 34 organizations throughout the nation that either send veterans overseas to Costa Rica, to, to Peru, to um, other places that are outside where it's legal to experience medicine. And there's a, some churches, there's a lot of technology groups even, um, to having this larger support network for veterans to receive treatment is well beyond a ceremony, but it's about this larger whole of holding them. Community, yes, is part of it, and as well this idea of program. So there's a plentitude of holistic modalities can assist us, and some of these programs are up to a year long supporting a veteran through a process. As of right now, thousands of veterans are on wait list across these organizations because funding is limited. So one of the initiatives I feel passionate about is being a bridge between whether it's funding and philanthropy and bringing that to the veteran organizations. Amazing, truly. So what is your vision for the future if this bill were to pass? What is your desired outcome? I have a quote from a group imaginary foundation or an artist's group i think artists definitely got it <laughs> like there's something about that pathway working with the abstract and um this quote is the telescope to the stars is what imagination is to consciousness and i think like that's that's so is here as we explore like with psychedelics and stretching our imagination thinking about the future the potential of what could be is critical it's like Stretching this rubber band that can pull us into the future. We don't spend enough time nearly focusing on Often we get sucked into the problems of the immediacy of all the pain and the suffering of the world Which is real in our own life in the world around us. So the potential I just want to proceed with yes more potential time um, where it's going um, Once this bill is passed whether it's now or another time then we'll have a regulatory framework for following something similar to Oregon so um, we'll have to wait a few years. It'll happen, but we'll have to wait a few years before you know we have certified coaches, clinicians that are providing service at a center with certified medicine that has gone through to be able to, um, you know, to make sure there's a high level of efficacy in this practice um, that's governed by a body of the government. It'll be expensive, and so it's going to be um, a subset of the population that has access to this, but it's going to come. In. It's, we know it's like it's happening. So. Here we are in the midst of history happening, um, and then there's the decriminalization side, which I feel is ever more important, if not more, potentially, and that is where we have access to the larger population to, you know, to potentially explore this medicine without prosecution. 
and decriminalization on a local level across the full spectrum of medicine, and as well decriminalization from the state for simply for psilocybin are happening. Um, this bill would be just for psilocybin right now, and um, that means that someone can go home, you can grow your mushrooms, you can share them with your friends, um, you can um, partake in your sacraments. There's a big question though as well around practice, how will people be held? You know, there might be mental health issues of schizophrenia or bipolar medications like SSRIs or lithium or the various other potential contracations. Mm -hmm. um, if someone's not informed, then harm could happen. Right. And that's why it's important for us collectively to be educating the public right. and helping those for those that will have access or doing it anyways. I mean, there's probably thousands of us, if not tens of thousands of us, maybe, in just Maine alone, let alone think about through New England and beyond, that are already partaking, that are here to look at Fungi Fest. You know, probably a thousand plus people coming through just here. Not everybody could make it. I know a lot of people are going to make it. Um, and so how we bring efficacy into the practice is questionable. So that's like just partaking in medicine, but like the future, I mean, we could spend hours talking about the potential together. So I'm going I'm to have a hard time like summarizing this, but... Um, What I'm passionate about is seeing medicine in, in group and in relationship. So more couples, more friendships, more teams. Imagine within organizations, whether it's a nonprofit or within the community coming together in group ceremony and then processing how we visualizing together in the future, how we hold each other in our own trauma, how we look at the pain of the world and say, how do we dedicate this ceremony for seeing our role within the world? How is it we come more into our purpose and get more effective at creating the change that we want to see? Imagine that happening as well for rites of passage at various spaces and times of our life. It's questionable around the age gap and society says, you know, a certain age. So let's say we cross that and then we get to weddings and funerals and, you know, coming into what does it mean to be a man or a woman? You know, once we've gone out into the world and held and seen by community in a certain way. There's a plentitude of different ways, you know, that we can engage. But most importantly about the future, I believe that the um, sophist approach of me telling you in the camera what I think is actually irrelevant in comparison to like what you feel and what you imagine into because us collectively is what it's going to become. So that's my invitation is that we collectively spend more time in this yeah. and just, just like give the space, give ourselves permission to just be in the unknown and dream, like dream beyond the pain, like dream beyond the suffering of the world of like, like what do we really want to see? And what is my responsibility in the world? There can become like a fear around that because if we dream something beyond what we choose to have responsibility around, potentially um, it might be scary around how will it happen? So we don't dream because I think there's something about the responsibility. Do I ha am I ready to step up into what I can dream into and find my role? It's a lot easier just to dream and say, oh, what's it going to be out there? But what is it that I'm going to step into? That's the most relevant and potent. And speak your dreams to the people that you love, that will hold you, that have a sacred container for the beauty of your heart. Mm, potent. I love it. You are speaking my language. So on that note, what are you hoping to take away from your experience here at Maine Fungi Fest? I'm yearning for, for friendships, to be in communion um, with other, 
to be in community. I'm new to the Midcoast, Maine area. As of just a few months ago, all of my things arrived from San Francisco. So I'm a newbie. <laughs> I'm the new guy in the block. Um, as the Mainers tell me, I'll never be a Mainer, but they might accept me. So like, please accept me with open arms, outreach and say hello. Um, got a website about Yeshua. Come just say hi. <laughs> let's, meet, let's meet up, have coffee, let's go for a walk. And that's fundamentally the basis of everything I find, just building relationships. So for me, that's my personal vested interest. And then I have a workshop, I have a presentation, I have a couple forum panels, I have a lunch I'm hosting for veterans, and all of that, I hope to, to show up well with other volunteers together that maybe something new, some new life may emerge, as well the basis of it, of new relationships, mm -hmm. and new ways of exchanging resources, new ways of like seeing each other and uplifting each other. All the other like details really don't matter so mm -hmm. much. Like how do we love each other? That's what I want. So I want to see like more love here. Hmm. Yeah, that's what it tends to boil down to for me, too. More love, for sure. So what recommendations would you offer to someone who is wanting to try this alternative healing modality for the first time? I think I'd say to, to not give up. I've had times in my life, and I've had many close to me, um, feel the edge of giving up. So just don't give up be brave and like life can be hard we all got our stuff and i like that quote we all are in the gutter but some are looking at the stars like find the light you know find beauty in your life and focus on that and there's nothing like other that can hold us more than we can hold ourselves when we do not feel that we are enough so that is the power of community so find your community, especially when you have aspects of depressive tendencies. We push people away, but we need other more than ever. I believe even depression itself is because we don't have the web of life, of community. Culture holding community and society. So we are we weaving community right now. So find a way to be part of threading community for others, and that will be part of holding yourself, and as well, like devote time to get to know who you are, what you uniquely have to offer, and your healing itself will come through engagement. Learning your gifts, cultivating your gifts, giving of your service. Mm, yeah, that resonates deeply. Thank you. Is there anything else that you'd like to share before we wrap it up? Yeah, these, these are precious, important times where we're at today. And please step up for legislation. We have two testimonies in this moment. Last year we had 35. There's no reason why that number can't be hundreds, um, but it requires each of us to be brave and to step out. Um, I have fears for a lot of reasons as being one of those testimonies along with the others that will testify. Um, but please, there's something about being vulnerable and being real and stepping into the world about what you care about and in your care naturally naturally the world changes and you might find you realize if you're following your heart and it feels true attuned to your body it will tell you is this right and if it's so legislation is one form being in the world there's like many vendors downstairs here at fungi fest i think a hundred plus or so they are brave stepping up in their own way bringing their gifts in 
if you're wondering what's my gift, take time to devote to that. If you are a vendor, so find a ways to collaborate with one another. Find a ways to like we can weave the larger web of who we are, what we're really doing together. And find a way to spend time to devote to enabling the potential to unfold in your own life and ours collectively, recognizing that our own life is in service to what? It's in service to not just the psychedelic industry, but the psychedelic industry we are a part. We're one cell of a larger body that's in service to the unfolding of certain qualities of society. In society, those are things like climate change, homelessness, community development needs, opioid epidemic, and various others. How can we step into the things that we see that we care about, and that becomes an orientation of who we are what we have to offer into the world, and that is my healing path. Irregardless of what I do along the way, it gives me a pathway. And we all will get there one way or another, together. Wow, amazing last words. I'm really glad I asked you that question. So where can people go to learn more from you? Uh, AboutYeshua.com is, is a place to find. There's many organizations I'm associated with. Um, please find the organizations that are out there. There's so many nonprofits in this space and churches. Um, find a way to get engaged and involved. Um, Sanctuary is, is, a, is a church I'm a minister at. There's another one. Um, there's various ministers throughout the United States. The um, Veterans Mental Health Leadership Coalition is another. There's all, many veteran organizations within there. Um, Heroic Hearts Project, my ambassador for I'm representing today, um, they have sent, I think it's close to a thousand, something like that, over the years to Peru to go in ceremonial work, working with shamans. And um, Heroic Path to Light is another. Um, I represent and work with them, helping secure funding for their church, they work with first responders and veterans. And there's many others that are out there. Um, if you're a minister, consider the Entheogenic Practitioners Association, and that can be protection for you, for yourself as a minister, as a network of ministers, and we hold space for one another in our own practice to, to, to bring efficacy and integrity into what we do, and to hold each other as, as a collective to move forward. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, another one. Well, we have it both downstairs, Psychedelics for Maine Veterans. We're just launching today, not a nonprofit status of as yet. We're just a bunch of veterans that have care for this cause to provide a container for us to find each other. We're going to have monthly integration calls. Um, we're going to have um, space like today for lunch just to be together. We'll have more of those events just to be in peer support and ask questions around what our needs are. Um, and then behind the scenes, um, myself and some others are working on securing funding by reallocating funding for opioid settlement funds um, to turn them into grants at the state level to subsidize the cost for veterans and first responders and other um, others that don't have access in the same way. And hopefully we'll have research studies out there too. As of right now, there's no universities in Maine that are engaged in psychedelics that I've met, and there's no studies um, on clinical.gov. So if you do exist and you're passionate about it, let's as well. Let's, let's connect the universities with the studies that are going to be happening more. So. Um, and then there's Natural Medicine Main Coalition. Natural Medicine Main Coalition is um, a, a collaborative coalition. Um, John, and that's, that's his kind of founder of this, this organization, uh, Main Fungi Fest, and then um, various others that we have helped to, um, those that preceded me, that just arrived here, I'm the new guy, really have brought um, the, the act as we have it for psilocybin forward. And so um, get engaged right now. We're asking you, please step up for legislation. It's been a pleasure. Wow, wow, incredible stuff. 
Thank you so much for your time today, Yeshua, and for all the incredible work that you're doing in the world and in this space. I really enjoyed this opportunity to interview you.